figure it out as we go. Here we go. What's goody, what's goody, what's goody, the boys are back, football Friday, even though we are incognito down on the bottom, we got a, we got a new face in town, Mr. Chris Wood, they can't see you, but introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are. Okay, my name is Christopher Wood, and uh, I'm, I'm really a sports blogger, and I've been a blogger for about 10 years, and I have my own sports blog called Chris Wood Sports. And I cover uh, mostly pro sports and with a little of college sports on the side. So I'm a huge sports fan. And uh, if you guys will, want to get to know me, uh, we can do it at, um, another time at least. But uh, I'm willing to take any questions if you have for me. All right. Thank you. We appreciate you nice stopping through today. Nice to meet you, my brother. Uh, nice to meet you. Edit and pre. I hope you're ready, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I let's see. Giant shirt on for nothing. Right, you know how we do it. So, how you doing today, Troy? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. All right, move. I'm solid, man. You know what I'm saying? Crazy day, crazy morning, but you know we here. You know what I'm saying? Ready to talk some football. How y'all doing, man? All right, good, so, man. Ready to get. So, how you doing, you know? man? Oh, I'm good, man. You know we got them. We got them upsets right last week. You know hey, how we do hey. it. Hey, I you almost know. had one more right, but you know we don't play around over here. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of upsets and the games from last week, so we're gonna recap last week's games. Um, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of funny stuff happening yesterday. I mean, last weekend. So we'll start off with a game that was not so crazy. It was pretty much over before it started. Um, Cowboys Bucks. Um, let me get y'all opinion on this game. I'll give you mine first before we start hitting it out. Um, I don't know what people really thought was supposed to happen in this game. I mean, I understand Brady was undefeated against uh, the Cowboys, but we're not going to act like Tampa was in an eight and nine football. Mm -hmm. So um, go ahead. Floor is yours. Uh, I just want to say one thing about that game. I just, the uh, one thing I want to bring up about that game is I feel like that red zone pick that Brady threw destroyed them. Yep. Took them right out the game, yeah. right out the game. The fact that they couldn't run the ball, they had no momentum on offense really at all. And that I feel like if they would at least kind of got that touchdown or even came up with some kind of points in that drive, then yeah. maybe they kind of make it a little closer but that took the life right out of him. After that pick, everything was was done. So I, I knew it was it was over after that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is pretty much um, the way their season has gone. And even though they had a losing record and won the division, but uh, it, this is not a typical Tom Brady uh, game that he had. I'd be mean, basically the offense as far as this game and their whole season. It, it just was. It was just not there. The running game has failed them. Uh, the wide receivers, they also failed them. I mean, it, it was just awful. And 
it was unfortunate that the Buccaneers got beat by the Cowboys, but you know, you mentioned he was undefeated. He was previously eight zero, but uh, nobody talks about that anymore now. Right. Yep. Yep. And then it's like, go ahead, Troy. Can somebody tell me off top how many passes Tom Brady threw? I got it right here, sixty six. 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 And how old well, is this he? is what happens. This is what happens when your running game is trash. That's fine. How old is he? Forty six. How long has he been throwing the ball? How long has 20, he been throwing the ball? 20 years. 21. Well, 22. 21 years. This guy it's is, been 82 this years. This guy is as old as dust. And you're asking him in a football game to throw the ball 66 times. That's unheard of. Right. That's crazy. Like, it's unheard of. I understand of. we think he's the GOAT. I understand. Like, I mean, people, he's the GOAT. I understand it. But 66 times at his age, and I, I get it, it's the magnitude of the game. You got to, yeah, I get it. But it's like, damn, that, that dude all no about to fall apart. Right? And I think a big, I think one of the things that gets lost in all of this, because everybody loves to say, oh, well, that Prescott and the Cowboys looked amazing and that, 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 that. That Tampa defense did absolutely nothing. Whew. They sold so hard. Like, dudes was running wide open. Like, it wasn't wide like they were open. covered Dak only catching got passes. Once. They had no yeah. pressure, missed tackles, <laughs> missed assignments, missed reads. It was, oh, it was horrible. It was all bad. It was, it was, it was all bad. So, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't really put too much stock in this game just because one, they were a bad football team. I do actually, I, I, I want to only get you guys' opinion on this. Um, somebody on TikTok, I cannot remember who it is. I'm sorry. I can't remember your name because you, he got brought this up. I actually wanted to respond to it. What are your guys' opinion on the league changing the playoff format to the top, what is it, eight teams? Seven. Seven. Not, top, top seven teams. Conference. Top seven teams, and you go by record, not division winners. I have my opinion on it. I'm gonna let y'all go first, and then y'all tell that, me what y'all. Wasn't that a com like a conversation a couple of years back? I could swear, like that came up, and it was like around football about they how they should take just the top teams and not do the the, the division winners. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Would it? Do you think it would make for? I think the most important question is: is do you think it would make for more entertainment? Is it going to bring more revenue in? That's that's my my stance on it is that it'll take away from what they actually have going right now because every team was fighting for a playoff spot and positioning in the playoffs up until the last game of the season. Mm -hmm. If you take away the division winners, then let's just say a team like this this season with this this was a real off year for it. Not off, it wasn't even off year. I didn't want to say that. It's actually on par for what the league has been doing. But you want to win your division. Like that, you should be rewarded for winning your division. Regardless if it's a losing record or not, you should be rewarded for winning your division. Not if it's a losing record. I'm sorry. Why not? Because you suck. But I mean, but the thing about it is, see, I did I went back all the way to 2020. Do you know how many teams have won their division with a losing record? Oh, a whole, since a whole fucking bunch of them. A whole bunch. Since two, no, since two thousand till now. Maybe maybe twenty five. Three teams. Three teams. Three teams. Twenty five. Because 
I mean, in nah. 23 years, 22. Nah, I mean, if you win your division, but even in the, in the, in the, in the other format that we're talking about here, if you win your division, you still be in technically because you would be one of the top seven teams, would you? Not necessarily. And when it gets to the yeah, bottom, the six, seven, that might be. Where because remember, <laughs> not remember, the Patriots missed out on the soup on the on the playoffs, and they won eleven games or ten games. Some the year Brady blew his ACL. It was eleven. Yeah, games. that's true. It was eleven games. They were eleven to five. Yeah, right? it was. A, it was mm-hmm. eleven and five, and because they because they didn't win the NFC, the AFC East. I mean, to my point playoffs. right now. I mean, right now, 14, 13, 12, 10, 10, 9, 9 is what got in the AFC. 14, 13, 13, 12, 9, 9 is what got in in the NFC. So wouldn't you say that's the the top? Because they had the best records. I mean, it, it comes over who has the tiebreakers and all that. But yeah, but no, I'm saying what I'm saying. Not it doesn't. There are, there are some cases where. A team that won a division doesn't have a better record than a yeah. team that's like second in another division. I mean, as long as it gives you the best opportunity to have, you know, the entertainment value. I mean, I don't care. You see the, I mean, you see the NBA changing things up with the playing and, and what they're doing with their what they want to do with the in mid like in season tournament. Like, I mean, the NFL is probably looking at that. Like, yeah, we need to shake some things up, do some new things, give some more excitement to the game too. I mean, so if you yeah. feel like it's going to yeah. excite the game, yeah. I don't know. Well, to see this, these, I mean, those are two different monsters. I think the NBA needs people to watch football. I mean, basketball, the NFL doesn't have that problem. No, I don't think the NBA has that problem either. Only yeah. when it's around football season. But once football season ends, everybody watches. I don't know. I kind of like the competitive nature of uh, of it all. Like, just focus if you just focus on the top seven teams: Kansas City, Philly, Buffalo, Minnesota, Niners, Cincy, and Dallas. You don't get the Ravens, you don't get the Chargers, you don't get the Giants, you don't get the Jacks. You know, the no, 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 no. In each conference, in each conference. If you do that, it's like it's still even, even then. It's like you still got Buffalo, Cincy, Chargers, yeah, still got Chargers, yeah. Like, that, no, that won't make the playoffs, but, and that kind of that takes was my point. competitive nature. It's not, I, and I feel you. It kind of takes away from that competitive nature. So now it's like, you don't get those upsets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like to me, I like, like upsets. Like, I like- No, 100%, those. we love upsets. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, if 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 we do, if they do it that way and they start to try to eliminate the underdogs or try to eliminate the, the upset or not even the upset, just the quote unquote bad or boring games, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't like how we don't know that, right? Like, because everybody, everybody thought that the last week the game was over with the with the, with the right. Chargers Jags game, but but also and take and then take that into consideration. Like the Jags played themselves into the playoffs. They had to win in Tennessee at the end of the season mm-hmm. to get into the playoffs to actually play that game. Yep. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I so go ahead, Chris. Now, I was going to say the Jaguars start the season two and six, and everybody thought that the Jaguars were nowhere close to a playoff spot. But here's the problem. They needed some uh, big-time wins down the stretch. And, mm-hmm. of course, the Tennessee Titans decided to uh, – they didn't want to be in the postseason. So mm-hmm. the Jaguars did what they had to do. They won out, and they won that division. They stole it from everybody else 
and everybody else in that division was just flat out trash. And everybody, yeah. yeah. And same thing. The Steelers were same. The Steelers were in the same position. Yep. Like the Steelers were out of it, and they fought themselves with a chance to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's like the beauty of football. Is like every week you're fighting for your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like I the way it's set up now. Like I like it. It always. It adds intriguing moments at the end of the season where, like, with basketball, like you said, with basketball, there's no intrigue, intriguing, nothing intriguing at the end of a basketball season for the most part. Like, everybody's pretty much, you, you know, where everybody is, you know, what's going to happen. And it's just Not really, you don't you know, know what's going to happen. We have a lot of upsets in the NBA. I think with the, with the addition of the playing, now it, it's kind of different. Um, but even before, like, people like start to like, towards the end of the stretch. I know this is a football show, but start to end of the stretch towards like after all-star break, people start to get real and they start to amp it up and, you know, yeah. records start to matter and stuff like that. But um, I just think that competitive nature as far as football, like you said, Mel, like every week, ma- any given Sunday, every week matters. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, it can be early in the season. It can be late in the season, but it's like that win is going to come back. Could, or that loss can come back. To that loss could come back and put you. But couldn't that be the same if they take the top, the top seven teams? Like, if we just look at the records now, it's like 11, 10, 9. Okay, you lost to a game that you should have won and it knocked you out of that top seven. I mean, the top 17. Mm-hmm. Like, I still, like, I get what you're saying, like 100%, but I still think it would have competitive nature in it because you're now you're fighting to be a top 17 to get into a playoff. But I think what happened, I think the, I, you know what, what I think what it does. No, 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 I got you. But I think what happens is it shifts where the competitive nature comes from. Because at that point it turns, it turns into the conference competitiveness opposed to the division competitiveness, and then the conference competitiveness. You just get rid of the in the in division rivalries and the fighting that happens in that situation. I mean, I like it the way it is. You know, I don't even like the the NBA. This is a football show. Uh, changing, mm-hmm. putting the play in, and so you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan, but I'm you know, I mean, I know we're gonna do this again, they, but I'm not a fan this, of the playing game. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, if you, look, if you're the 12th seed, you shouldn't be thinking about the playoffs, like that's just how I not think. at all. If you're the 10th seed, you shouldn't be thinking about it. If you're the 9th seed, Thank you shouldn't be thinking about it. Yeah, top eight seeds. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying, like, maybe the NBA did away with it and the NFL takes it on. Yeah, but the reason. Uh, but the reason why the NBA has those playing games because the Eastern Conference for several years had teams in the playoffs that were under 500. So, right. I mean, I'm not saying it's they were very top heavy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but the Eastern Conference only had like three, four good teams at best. Everybody else was under 500. So, what you expect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and, um, and, you know, I think that's what the guy was talking about with the NFL. But I actually, that's why I did the research, just to go see exactly how crazy it was. But if you think I did the math, on average, this is an average, 15 teams in the NFL are under 500. There are 32 teams in the NFL. Wow. On average, there are 15 teams that are under 500 every mm-hmm. season. I did, from two, I did from 2000 to 2000 till this season. And there's at least, on average, 15 teams that are five that are under 500 not even 500 and under just under 500 wow mm. there was 18 teams this year and there wow. was 18 this year 
so on normally average, it's just under 50 percent. this year it was over 50 percent. that's crazy yeah mm-hmm. but and 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 it's like so it sounds good until you start doing the math and then you realize this is how the nfl has always been the only yeah. difference is that the teams at the top are different yeah. yep yep that's true that's true yeah, but look, got the first pick this year chicago got the first pick of this right. coming uh, nfl draft and mm-hmm. it's just we all thought that Houston was going to be the number one pick because of the games, but but then Houston decided so to shout out to Lovey Smith. For that. Smith. Shout out Lovey Smith, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think bang, have, I think Houston should still have the number one pick because it, it, a draw is not worse than a loss. Well, they had a tie. No, in my book, what, it hurts, is. what hurt? What hurts more? In my book, it is a tie. My book. What hurts more, Mel? You as a football player, what hurts more, Mel? I don't like ties. Don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. Like it has to to be worse than a loss, bro. Nah, Texans get. But they don't. But they don't view it that way, though. They view it as that shit worse than a loss, nigga. That's why I'm so mad when the Giants got one. Nah, nigga, I like that. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, when you tie, it's like okay, well, it's like you didn't win, but you didn't lose. But you didn't lose. So you can't brag. They can't brag. Exactly. You see exactly. Basically, like if I had a gripe, if I had a gripe with the NFL, it would be the overtime rule. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would keep it the way that it is. Each team gets a possession the way that it is now. But if at the end of that quarter you can't decide who wins, I think this is where you go to the college format. You get each team gets. One drive from the 20 going in, and then the two-point conversion. You don't kick the field goals. Two-point conversion. And that's it. Yeah. This way you can you can decide who wins. I ain't mad at that format because then is if they both score touchdowns, one of them got to make that two-point. Or if they both yeah, you got to make it two-point. Yeah. Like, yeah. got to have some type of – because I don't like draws. I think you can finish the game in some type of way. Like, the NBA, no type of way. NBA you can go no to 10 way. overtimes. You go to 10 overtimes in the NBA. 10. Yeah, they just they just don't want people you hitting play for three that much hours. Your legs yeah. can be numb in the NBA. They don't give them up. Mm-hmm. Either that or you just either that or you line the kickers up and you just you start at the you thirty yard line yard. and work no. your and work your way back ten yards every time you make a field goal. Hey, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking great kickoff. The best okay? lineman to ten yards away. Huh? You kick back. Ooh, <laughs> let it go block. You block that kick, man. Or. See, since you since you brought up lineman, Troy, what we can do is you can get your we can get the best lineman, you can get a lineman and have him out there have him try to catch a punt, catch a punt to win the game. Whoever catches the punt, so whoever catches the punt, win the game. Hey, whoever catches that punt, they win the game. Game over. Jimmy Tyler Lindeball, the rookie, he didn't caught the punt, secured it, bow, fair catch, Ravens win. Look at that, that's crazy. Done deal. See. No, nah, he got to get popped and hold on to it. They got to be the rules. Okay, I mean, you can add. You can add. You can try. You can try to hit one of them big motherfuckers if you want to. I'm not doing it. I'm not worried about it. I like it. I like it. Dude, I like it. Give him an opportunity to return. I like it. You know what I'm saying? The only thing is he can't fumble. I was going to say, he can't fumble. Got to hold on to that rock. You fumble with the other team. You lose. Roger Goodell, when you see this, because I know you're watching. I know you're not watching, but I think you're watching. I know you're watching, Roger. Call us in. You know. We got ideas over here. We can do this. I see you from the sideline, Mel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So next game. Next game. Put your shirt up for me real quick. There we go. All right. We're going to go to the next game. I don't think he played in the game, but. I don't matter. Giants, Vikings. We called the upset. We did call that upset. We call the upset here like we always do. That's how Eli, we do over Eli, here. Eli's over there. He's, he's over um, there. I'm going to go with this game where Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins were always Kirk Cousins. I just you got like one that? question. You I got like one question. That. I just, that's all I'm going to say. I got one question, Kirk Cousins. Do you like that? <laughs> right. Like that. Do you like that, Kirk Cousins? And like Justin Jefferson. Justin Sunday. Jefferson has proven me right every single time because I said it. Whether he plays against a good defense what did or a good say? cornerback, he doesn't what show up. And Adoree Jackson came it's back there. at the right time, and Adoree Jackson put his ass in. What? Hold on. Wait. Right there in the uh, – secure, nice and snug. Oh, okay. Hey, that's Whoever crazy. Whoever Isaiah dude is, eight catches, 105, and a touchdown, man, hey. Nine targets, you call eight of them bang? Okay, okay. They still didn't win the game, though. Oh, yes, we did. Well, that boy not- Isaiah Hodges. Hey. Young Isaiah Hodges, Hodges coming alive. Eight of nine for a 105 and a touchdown. Young, uh, young, Isaiah, young Zay Ooh. Hodges coming alive, Dar- boy. Remember that, remember that drop by Darius Slate? Remember when he dropped that ball? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say about him early in the season? What did I say about him? Get him off my team, please. He did say that. Hey, Troy did say that. He said, he, he said, don't tell me about Daryl Darius Slayton. I don't want to hear it. He did say that. He did say that. About that dude. But let me tell you something real quick, man. All you niggas out there down, Danny Don. The guy who threw five touchdowns in this rookie season. The guy who's had five head coaches over the span of the last, what, four years? Five Pacquiao. and four? I don't know what to do with you guys. Now Pacquiao. he got Dayball. Now he got Dayball. And Dayball just put the system in place. You know? just put the system in place. He ain't got a Josh Allen. We ain't going to do that. But, hey, he making the guy look good. He helping the guy look good. He ain't making him. He helping him look good. Or something, Danny Dodds could throw for 300 yards. What y'all been saying all season? He don't throw for 300 yards. Mm, well, guess what? Throw, one, throw for 300 and rush for 68. Man, get mm. out of here. Put some respect <laughs> on, on Danny Dodds' name. Man, I, uh, I recall the team that day. No, but the thing about it is, what have I all – what moves? What have – I've always said what you have always said. If you're going to get a quarterback, you tailor your offense to what he does well. And boy, Danny, two nickels out there going crazy. He put them dimes in the motherfucking and and he put it in it. Like they literally, they started to make use his legs. Now they said he run a four seven at the combine. I don't know if that's true or not, but he looks. Fast as hell oh, on the football great. field. Y'all remember yeah. that one time when he took off against what was it? I forgot the team he was playing. He took off down the goddamn field and he got hit by the by the field sniper. That one was four seven. That one was seven. That one no goddamn four seven. That man was at least four five. That oh, boy was like, 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 Hey, the next time if Danny Dimes talking about the Bengals if Danny Dimes come out here and upset Philly. The only thing y'all gonna see on the intro screen is me dropping hella dimes on. Oh, okay. <laughs> All I'm gonna do, I'm gonna drop hella dimes on camera. I don't care. It's like he did. He dropped those dimes, didn't he? I'm gonna drop all he kind did. of dimes. Put some respect mm-hmm. on his name. Gonna be raining dimes, and then when I run out of dimes, I'm, I'm gonna be dropping quarterback in the league. Stop playing with me, boy. <laughs> right, and that's like you know, 
Um, the defense, Kayvon Thibodeau is becoming a problem. Yes, he is. He is becoming a problem. Yes, he mm-hmm. is. He had three solo uh, sacks, one quarterback hit. That's right. Hit that quarterback. <laughs> get ready. Man. And um, get ready like we'll get to we'll get to the picks uh, for this week. And um, you're gonna be feeling that in mind. Um, it's gonna it's 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 gonna be. And then when I the got Giants some, get blown out and blood. I'll be right here. We're gonna see. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. You know how we go. I'm still gonna be praising my boy Diddy. Um, (laughs) let's get to this. Was my game of the week. This was our other upset that we got. San Diego versus Jacksonville. I picked the Chargers. I I said I got right. I didn't say we got right. I was almost right. You did say we. You said I didn't say we. My bad. I meant no. Me. I got right. I, seven, listen, let's just get to it, right? Everybody blaming Justin Herbert, and if it's not just Herbert's fault. It's not. Hold on, wait. Before let me oh, let me stop on, you real quick, Troy. Before you go, before you go, big dog. I just got to feel my ignorance real quick. Hold on. Everybody saying it's Justin Herbert's fault. If you watch the show, you know. Always say offense should put more scores up, but come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's not his fault. Defense got to get something. They got to get something. The coach got to get Can something. Can I spew my ignorance something. real quick? Like, something got to happen for no, something. No, if he ain't I want to. I got to hear gotta this. Make the damn I got to hear it. Oh, in the best position I win. just. Do you think the coach put the team in the best position to win? No. Justin Herbert is still a young quarterback. How many years has he been in the league? Three. I just want to spew my ignorance. Four, three, exactly. Got hurt for exactly. Oh yeah. No. Hurt like, but. <laughs> you gotta be in there commanding the game. That's what you the co coach for. You gotta make the damn adjustments. Give them the best opportunity. You should have got fired. Not loving. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 First of all, let me go ahead and start off by saying Brandon Staley does not deserve a job in the what? NFL. No, he does not. He, he does, does not, not deserve a job right now. He does not need a job right now. He, oh, he needs to go and chill out somewhere and Wait kind of minute. focus on what he th- what he needs to focus Wait on. <clears throat> he don't deserve job. What about the char- The charges are just cursed. It don't matter who their quarterback. I don't is. care about cursing. You got It is your job to exercise those demons. demons. That's right. And I get the Chargers are the Chargers are going to charge her. I've I've said this all season. The they Chargers are going to charge her. I don't care what they do in the middle. I don't care if they do in the regular season. I don't care what they do in the. Play, I, but they're, they're going to charge her, okay? The Chargers are going to charge her. It's going to happen at some point in time. The Chargers are just like the Cowboys. Some oh. the, what, what, what will go wrong can go wrong. What can go wrong <laughs> will go wrong. Y'all know what Stephen A. is saying. But anyways, um, the reason why Brandon Staley don't deserve a job is because at, as a defensive coach, you do not give up no 27-point lead in no damn playoff game. I do not care. No. Um, but I just want to spew a little ignorance real quick because I want to make a point. All right. Everybody says that it's always the quarterback's fault. Right, guys? Nope. I didn't say that. Win, win, lose, draw. It's the quarterback's fault, right? No, nope. I don't say that. That's what everybody says, not you. So, I'm speaking outside of us. us. You, you, You know, when I say everybody, I'm not talking about us, I'm talking about the. The the okay. greater the greater public, right? Okay. So that brings me to uh, my next point, right? So 
when um I guess you can say Derek Carr, because everybody wants to blame me things on Derek Carr, gives up three or four 17-point leads, right? And loses games. It's all his fault, right? You don't want to talk about play call. We don't want to talk about personnel. We don't want to talk about this. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about defense, right? We want to talk about Derek Carr. He's he's quarterback. He has to score. He has to score. Justin Herbert is a quarterback. He has to score, right? He has to score. We're not going to sit here and talk about how Brandon Staley doesn't call no damn running plays for Austin Eckler, how to have negative three rushing yards in the second half. He carried the ball Go ahead, Mel. four times oh in the second, the 27-point lead. Your running back carried the ball four times. My point behind this whole thing is context matters when you're talking about football and winning or losing a damn football game. So if you got, if we can sit up here, because I've been talking to a whole bunch of people, if we can sit up here and say that Justin Herbert is not at fault for blowing a 27-point lead because you can literally sit there and look at his defensive coach. That is a defensive coach of it. That's not an offensive coach. That is a defensive coach. And we can't blame him at all, but we're going to sit up here and blame him? No, no. We have to, we have to, have, we have to put applicable blame everywhere. So, how many, point minutes, how many minutes? Can I ask you a question? No, go ahead. How many minutes are in a quarter? 15. <laughs> right? 15 mm-hmm. minutes. 15 minutes. Justin Herbert had a six-minute drive in the third quarter that ended in a missed field goal because the kicker missed the field goal. Those are three points that mm-hmm. could have gone on the board, didn't go on the board, and he did what you want an offense to do. Mm-hmm. Milk the clock. Yep, sure did. So there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of context that has to go into these things yeah, that absolutely. gets totally that gets ignored. But the offensive coordinator failed. The defense failed. Like, and I but I notice I give Jacksonville pretty much most of the credit because Trevor did not flinch. He didn't. No. And did they not. had to play a perfect game in the second half and mm-hmm. they, they did. Yeah, you got to give props to the Jaguars for, you know. Absolutely. I just wanted to make a point able to stay focused. can't put everything on the damn quarterback. No, 100%. 100%. I, he's right. And, and I'm one of those guys that do that to, to, to David yeah. Carr because – you know, because he's troiling, but that's my boy. Right, so I it. Most of the time, it's the grind, you know, Mel's gears. Mel knows I, I know that team. So I called it from the jump. I called the, the Raiders not making the playoffs. That's my season. My season, you know, I got that one right, right there. Is that I knew, mm-hmm. I just knew Adams would go and something would go around. And now it's like, you know, I don't think it's fair either in that situation, like how everything is blaming on being blamed on Justin Herrick. For me to get real for a second on Derek Carr. I don't think everything's being blamed on him either. I don't like the situation. I'm benching him, especially like, you know, at the end of the season, let him finish it out with his guys. Like, you know, you didn't bring Devontae Adams there for him to see the quarterback that he, you know, he was supposed to be playing with, have to go sit on the bench for the last two games. And now the speculation that you guys are looking to trade him. Like, I don't, I don't think that's, you know, fair to Devontae. I don't think you keep Devontae long after this if Derek Carr is gone. I think depending on if you make a move to get a, a quarterback, that could change his opinion. But I think, he wanted to go there to play with uh, Derek Carr, and I think that was a big reason why he went there. 
that's the only reason why he went. Right, and I think if he's gone, other than, well, the, reason other than the fact he grew up a Raiders fan. Yeah, like right. those two things were the reasons. He, I, I'm pretty sure Devontae wants to win a championship, and he knows if he doesn't have a chance to do that, depending on what quarterback they get. Like, if they go out and get a Trey Lance, I don't think that's adequate enough. But if they could get no, a, I a think Lamar Jackson, I don't know. You have to get a Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. It has to be somebody that is legit better than Derek Carr. Anybody but Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, stop no. telling anybody stop telling me that anybody. Chris stop said, "Oh no, y'all not doing this." Wait a minute. Get him, Chris. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So, Chris, you're gonna defend Jimmy Garoppolo? About to. I want to take issue with that. Wait a minute, Jimmy G. Have you seen? Do Do you know he has an over 500 record as a starter? You I also know he sucks. I understand that. I'm taking Jimmy G over David Carr. That is a lie. I understand that. One hundred percent taking Jimmy G over David Carr. What is a starting quarterback? No. He has a winning record. And he got his team to a Super Bowl, didn't he? The defense got them to a Super Bowl. Jimmy, Jimmy, can see we can't see we can't do that. We can't then say, oh, this is the reason why this guy lost, right? It was just this. And then go, oh, well, this is the reason why it was just this. No, nah, he put it, he contributed to it. Like, even though I'm on your side that that defense should have got a stop, the coach should have made a call, Justin Herbert, and not just him, his offense, one of those guys could have caught a ball, <clears throat> didn't fall, kept bounds, fought harder, did something. There's a play that you can go okay. back to that something would have you know, and they could have like this. No, no, no. Like it. On, on the same side, like, put it. I'm gonna put it. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it in very simple. Look, I don't know, 10, 11, something like that, 12. I'm going to keep this in very simple terms. Brock Purdy was the last dude drafted in the draft. He is 6 0 as a starter in San Francisco. Now, no, that's. Exactly. And why would you say he's 6-0 and and starting with the 49ers? He contributed to those wins. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just asking you know, the question. I'm going to keep it real. It's easy to do that when you got a Both good Both sides of the ball. It is. It is 100% because your defense can, can correct a lot of your mistakes. 100%. But don't act like, like he was out there just making those damn mistakes. He wasn't. Okay. He wasn't making many so, mistakes. If was it Jacoby? In, when, when, when he was on the Patriots, didn't Jacoby Brissett go undefeated too when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt after Brady got hurt? Uh, Brissett does that for a lot of teams. Uh, no, Brissett only started two games after Garoppolo got hurt. Can, That's not can, a good enough resume. Can you no, no, what I'm saying can, is when you put a when you put a serviceable quarterback with a very good defense and a good system, yes, they will win games. Does it no, make 100%, 100%, but if your quarterback, if if I'm Purdy and I go over there and I'm underthrowing every throw, overthrowing every throw, and getting getting the ball turned, I said, right, sir, but I said service, go I said service, but, but I said service to quarterback. No, like, I'm just Purdy. I'm just having a bad game and I'm turning the ball over. I can't get nothing right. The defense is pressuring me. I can't do nothing. Like, right. But my do you defense know how many, on the other side keeping me in right. the game. Yeah, I can understand that. But do you Purdy know how many yards? Moves, do you know how many yards? What? What? Do you know how many yards Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown for in the playoffs in his sixth playoff game? Probably like 600. Total. Probably like 600. Total. Probably like 600. No. 
165. What? Brock, Brock Purdy has thrown for more than that in his last game. I think we leave in context out here. Why did Jimmy Garoppolo only throw 165? What defenses was he playing? What were, uh, this is why receivers. I, I, mean, need, I, need a, I need a full story here. I need a full story, Mel. You know, yeah. I went the, full full story. Story. Yeah. the offense, look, the offense didn't score a touchdown last year in Green Bay. Uh huh. What did defense do? The defense, the defense stopped Green Bay and they got a special teams touchdown. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. So, was that Jimmy Garoppolo who won that game or was it the defense and the special no, teams? Are, no, 100, there's 100% that our defense can win you a game. But what I'm saying is, you're not going to act like Jimmy does not contribute to his team winning. That's all I'm saying. You're not going to say, say it's just all the defense. It's he shows up. doesn't do a lot. He, he put his he put the, he put his uniform on. He doesn't do a lot. We're not gonna sit here and act like he goes out here and does a lot. He doesn't, he doesn't do a lot. He needs to do what he needs to do. That's it. But that's not that's not that's not a difference not, maker. Not everybody, not everybody needs to be a Josh Allen. Exactly. Exactly. Where do you view Josh Allen? Where do you view Josh Allen? Hold on, wait, because he just made my point. He just made my point. Hold I've been on, making man. this point about Derek Carr since he's been drafted. He is not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not no, a Super I don't respect that from Derek. Hold on. Exactly. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's my point. When was Jimmy G drafted? What? 2001. 2000, he's drafted. When did Josh year. Allen become oh, no, the wait, 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 he was a fourth round pick. I think it's a fourth round pick. He was drafted in 2014. When was Derek Carr drafted? 2014. Exactly. Yeah. Why would I take a, this? Why would I take a quarterback from the same draft class that's significantly worse? I don't know if he's significantly worse. He's significantly worse. Don't do that. Significantly worse. He's significantly worse. Don't do that. He's significantly worse. Don't do that. Worse. He can't throw. He does not throw the ball nearly as good as Derek Carr. It's not even close. That's because he's he significantly worse. Don't do that. So, why what? Why would they I? Don't even, a, why they would don't I even. They don't even ask Jimmy G to throw the ball down. How many years did Derek Carr sit on the bench? Did he sit on the bench? Did he sit? On Derek the Carr bench? didn't sit on the bench. Maybe a little bit his first year. How many years did Jimmy G sit on the bench? That's his problem. He wasn't good. Okay, enough. okay, man. I love that answer, man. I love that answer, man. <laughs> That's his problem. Okay. It wasn't the three years. They both Jimmy didn't sit long. That's the cold part about it. How didn't Jimmy sit long? He was because when Jimmy G was drafted, they Tom Brady got suspended. He was suspended for four games for the flight gate. Yeah, and Jimmy G stepped in and had to start. And his ass and got, he hurt got hurt. Game one. And then Jim Jacoby, and then he got hurt, and Jacoby Brissett had to play, and then they shipped off Jimmy G to San Francisco. That, that's quite literally what happened. And plus, he signed a, a very good deal, though, at the time. Like we're we're not we're not we're not gonna sit here and act like like no. Jimmy G is this this crazy still like no it's it it's 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 quite literally easy to go to a team that's 
really that has a really good defense and a really good play caller to where now your quarterback isn't asked to very good. He's not asked to do much. Like, let's be honest with you. The right, the Niners have always had a great run game. So you're not asked to throw the ball oh, a lot. How, how many games did Jimmy G miss this season? This season? Mm-hmm. He hasn't played seven. since. He's six played seven. seven games this season. Eight. So he missed six. Yeah. Seven. Seven, six, seven. I think Four seven with the playoffs. Starter early in the year, but 16, he got hurt. 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. In that, he had 114 first downs. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. he No, he, I'm not going to say him, but like, Jimmy G's an elite quarterback. But he's not trash. Oh. I got making him smooth. When I, do it to David, when I do it to David, when I do it to Derek Carr, it's just me trying to be funny. But y'all are really over here trying to make it like Jimmy G. Jimmy I'm just serious. I will when say I that with my whole chest, but I don't care. But, like, when because I look, 20, 2021, 3,810 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. I don't. All that sounds I great. I don't understand that. We could, we could go it's back sound- two years before that. Look, 2019, he had 27 touchdowns. Look at, but look at. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Sure. Just do me a favor. All oh, that sounds great. Look, look at the last. Look at lie. the last five or six games that Brock Purdy and compare the Jimmy Garoppolo was playing, and you tell me better numbers. Jimmy, Jimmy G. Oh, oh, no, go ahead. Look. Wait ahead a look. minute. Jimmy G. Wait, wait, wait a minute. No. Oh, okay, you get the pair stats for this season between Brock Purdy and Jimmy G, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Both of those quarterbacks won this year. So yes, but be- one, but but the way they won was totally different. No, that's yeah. they were winning. Every quarterback has to win the same, though, man. But it's the same offense. No, but it's the same offense. That's what I'm telling. But they're two different quarterbacks. But Brock Purdy isn't the same type of system quarterback as Jimmy G is. Like Brock Purdy my, has my a point, bit more skill well, than Jimmy G. I will admit that. Now, what he turns into is what he turns into. But I think Jimmy G is right in the middle of the pack of quarterbacks that can is he's one of the to me he's like a one of those top game managers. He's not Ooh. he's not the guy that's well, going to well, be so like, if you said so so based off what you just said if you what? said that Jimmy Garoppolo is in the middle then where the hell do you put Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy is still down. Well, Brock Purdy just said he's better. I'm not I'm not listen, Mel. You know I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. Come on. I like what Brock Purdy's doing. Congratulations to him. But come on. You know I need to see consistency. And that's not just six games. That is years. All right? You know this in me. All right? I'm not judging this guy off his, off his game. Yeah, does he look good? 100%. But I don't know what he's going to be next year. I don't know no, what happens. I know. But what I'm saying is the offense. Oh, you go ahead, Chris. Okay, I'm gonna let me ask you both. Um, because here's the thing what if uh, San Francisco wins the Super Bowl with Brock Pur- Purdy? You're gonna tell me he's the future and not Trey Lance? Yes. Oh yeah, I'm sticking with Purdy. Purdy won me too. I'm sticking with him. Yes. I'm trading Trey Lance. Don't be reasonably biased. If I'm in the front office and I'm like, if I look at what Brock has done in this six games and then going into the playoffs and being able to hold up his end of the bargain on the offense and keep me in the game without my defense having to take that much pressure, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going with him because in that short sample size. I've seen enough out of him than in the larger, I guess, the almost equal sample size that I've seen out of Trey Young. I, mean, I would say Trey. yes, only because the Niners are going to rally behind him, and they already and they like, like Purdy too. Yeah, and, and you are, can um, you trade you trade Trey Lance the amount of draft picks you're going to get for him 
is more stuff you can put around Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I don't you think you're going to get high trade value for Brock. Maybe some team like Texans or something like that might give up the world for him, but no, because like unless they uh, see something in him, I could be wrong. Unless they other scouts are like, all right, this guy's talent here and here, we can use him. You might see that because it is it is like a um, you know. Right in the moment. Oh, that guy's doing good in the moment. Let me grab him. So, but that's the only I see you you definitely got more tree value for Trey Lance because you got draft capital on him and, mm -hmm. and and you keep Purdy. I like Purdy, but I just want to see more of him. Just like I said out of Josh Allen. Josh Allen didn't prove me that he was an elite quarterback to last year's playoffs. Like I gotta hold everybody to that same that same standard. Nah, that shootout he was going dog stupid, bro. Okay, well, Josh Allen hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. No, not what? yet, but I'm talking about elite quarterback. Just because you haven't won a Super Bowl don't mean you're not an elite quarterback. Is he an elite quarterback or he has an elite wide receiver to throw to? Hey, you got to make the throws, bro. Got to make the throws, bro. That's true. You got to make the throws, bro. If you can't make the throws and put him in a spot where that elite quarterback likes him, a wide receiver likes him, then, hey, you're not an elite quarterback, and Josh Allen can do that. And it's not even like Stephon Diggs is the only corner quarterback that he, a wide receiver that he throws it to. He just got well, – how long has Gabe Davis been in the league? Three years, something like years. that? Two years. Two years. But this guy is, has a name for himself because of Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen putting the ball right on the money and that guy giving it. I, I don't no, think I don't it's because of Josh. Josh Allen, but, you know. Josh go dummy when, it, when it's time to go dummy. Does he make mistakes 100%? So 100%. The, his first two seasons in the NFL. 100%. Like, people need growth, though. Don't act like – you was the same guy your rookie year as you were the last year you played professional. No, I, no I'm, I'm getting, I'm making a point because when Stephon Diggs doesn't play, he doesn't look like the same quarterback. I mean, you can say that. I might, I got to look into it. You can say that. I know he has some bad games with Stephon in there, but I could, I'm pretty sure he has some pretty good games with Stephon not being there. But you know, that's just like we can get on that job. I can we can get on that Josh Allen train for a very oh, long time. I'm, listen, I'm not a I'm not a big big fan of Josh Allen, so you got to no, pick that. No, up no, I'm not else. saying you. I'm like saying I, said, I, I just started. I just put him in that elite quarterbacks just from the playoffs because everybody. I was telling them like, nah, bro, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in him. But what he did in those playoffs and how he nah toe to toe, like he didn't back down and it took crazy. I was like, nah, you got to put him up there. But I don't know if he, I don't, I don't know where he fits in the top five, but he's up there. That's a, this is a fucking great, this is how I know our show is fucking dope. So that'll be a perfect transition to the Bills-Dolphins game, which mm -hmm. they almost lost to a third-string quarterback. Um, Still had Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Okay, wait a second. You, you bring up the Dolphins game. First of all, the Dolphins beat themselves mostly because they kept, you know, they kept delaying the game so much. Uh, they got caught for delaying. No, that's what, no, that's, no, that was my point. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I said, but I said they, it was a third string quarterback, right. and you're, yeah. So that that's my point. It's like, had that been a legit starting quarterback that was playing, the Bills don't the Bills lose that game. Well, yeah, that's true. But the, uh, even though the Bills won, but the Dolphins kept just dis destructed during the second half. They had a ten point lead on the Bills at one point, and they even. Um, the, the, you know, the Bills had to come back in the fourth quarter just to take the lead, though. Right. But that's, what I mean, but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but the Dolphins committed uh, crucial penalties down the stretch. So they have their own selves to blame. No, um, that's my point. My, my thing is that he's just talking about the elite quarterback that Josh Allen is. And um, 
Yeah, yeah but, that but, was not what we saw. But so last Patrick weekend. Mahomes hasn't had a bad outing in a playoff game. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he has. Is he not an elite quarterback? Yeah. But Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are not on the same level. No, no, they're not. Patrick Mahomes is like three levels above him. I 100% agree. But Josh Allen stood total. And I know their defense was like god awful. Like, we can't take that out of it. Kansas City defense couldn't stick glue to a wall. You feel me? But exactly. Like, you feel me? But he, listen, and nobody else did it. Nobody else did it on him. I think even the Bengals game was close, wasn't it? Or did they did the Bengals blow them out? No, the Bengals game. I can't remember. It was close, right? Yeah, Bengals game was close. Came down to one score. Yeah, so that defense still was like nobody else could. So I don't know. Like Josh Allen, he's he's a good quarterback. Yeah, does he got things he needs to kinks he needs? No, to good out? quarterback. Yes, good quarterback and elite quarterback are two not. not but three. but let's get to the Dolphins side of it. When you got a a top five, top three wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. And you got another top 10, top 15 wide receiver, whatever you want to put him, top 20 wide receiver in, in Waddle. You're gonna but make like some you said, You're gonna make but some like you said, but like you like you said, the quarterback has to do what? Oh, put the ball in. That's right. But we also know that there are guys like, yo, just put that thing up and I'll go get to it. Like that's a Tyreek Hill. Like, how many times have we seen Patrick Mahomes get in trouble when Tyreek Hill was on a Kansas City Chief? And he just puts it in a spot and Tyreek goes and gets it. That's the type of wide receiver to me, Tyreek Hill is. You just put that shit in the spot and I'll go fucking get it. I don't care if I'm I'm four four. I don't care. I'll climb on his back to get it. Just put it there. He said I'm four four. <laughs> wow. That's a good point. Though. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? Tyreek Hill is that. So if I got a quarterback, all I'm gonna tell the quarterback, look, trust me, when I put my hand up, I'm gonna put it in the angle where I want you to put it with a space at. Just find space, put it there, I'll go get it. That's it. I, Tyreek is that talented that he can stop on a dime while he's running full speed, change direction, and fucking go get the ball if you put it three yards behind him. He don't care. He don't care. Like, Tyreek don't care. He twist, turn, do a spin, ballerina dance, but he don't care. So, we just not – so, just the fact that Skylar Thompson was a third-string quarterback. He don't care. That Tyreek Hill don't care. He don't care. He left Patrick Mahomes. He don't – to play with a third-string quarterback. He don't care. He don't care. Two is a third string going. He don't care. He just don't care, man. Yeah, but I'm, just, I'm just look. The Dolphins he did no say that he can go out there with the reporters and, you know what I'm saying, so, I mean, he probably really don't care. He don't care. Like, I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't have to care, but you still got to get the ball to wherever he is. Yeah, he has seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> see? see, he don't care. 15 targets. Nigga, seven catches for six days. He don't care. Just throw the ball to me, put it there, and I go get it. He didn't get it a lot, but he got it. That's <laughs> what the point I'm trying to make is that a motherfucker, if he's not accurate, it don't matter. You can throw that shit all over the place hey, if hey, you want. Waddle did his thing, man. Three for 44. Nigga, you can't. Seven targets, you can't. My uh, whole point is that the daggone uh, – He just threw two interceptions. That was the bad thing, that Thursday one. Everything else he did good. But I told you he does that. I told you. he And he had two fumbles, did he not? Skyler was 18 for 45. That's not bad. It's not bad for a third string. You feel me? A third string. What do you expect? That's like third really bad. No, not for well, your third really Stop it. I really Stop don't it. expect a lot Stop like it. that. <laughs> Wait a minute. 18 for 45? I can go 18 for 45. Right. You're a third string quarterback. You ain't no elite quarterback, man. No elite quarterback on 1845. 
Any relation to Clay Thompson? I don't know. Oh. Clay Thompson boys be out there in different sports and shit. Know. You know what I'm saying? So you know. The splash. Uh, you know. The, no, not uh, not, uh, not that one. That ain't that ain't right. right. He ain't got no splash in him. No splash. No, nah, that's the squirt brother. <laughs> he said not that one. <laughs> no splash. <laughs> he said not that, Thompson. Oh, hey. That nigga got nothing but duds. <laughs> duds in nothing, but, nothing but duds. And that's right. another. See, this is why we on the same page. We're going to go from duds to Dobbins and the Ravens and the Bengals game. Okay. See, my biggest complaint. My biggest complaint mm-hmm. with offensive coordinators, Moolidge, I hope you're listening. I see one more quarterback die on the goal line. I'm going to punch somebody in the face. Now you you pay running backs entirely oh, too much money my, oh, to hit my. one yard. Listen, what, wait you about a quarterback like Josh Allen, you do a quarterback sneak, bro. Wait okay, no, no, listen. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say this. Cool listen, no, listen. Listen, I'm going to say this. Danny Dimes. If you have a quarterback the size, no, 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 no. But Tyler Huntley is like 5'10". No. Unless you run in a bootleg and you getting him out on the edge, don't do, don't go nowhere near the middle of the field. Like if you, if, yeah, if he's 6'3", 220, 250, hey, do your thing. Tyler Huntley is like 5'10", 180 pounds. Get your hey, silly Lamar, ass around Lamar, the corner. Lamar, it? I just feel like that going over the top thing needs to stop. No, somebody did that shit. Hey, Y'all can Trevor stop Lawrence doing do it. Just stop. stop Trevor it. Lawrence is 6'6". Six, six. He said, eh. <laughs> He's 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> Real quick, nobody even seen him do it. He just said, eh. Dunking a basketball. He was like, oh. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Tyler Huntley's too small. He's too small. No, nah, I get you. I get you. They all, you're like, you're not going to ask Tyler Lockett to run a quarterback sneak, man. No, nah, I get you. Like, I get nah, you, it's dumb. Like, like don't do that. That's why I said Josh Allen. Like, you're not yeah, gonna like, ask, J.K. Dobbins. To run that many quarterback sneaks. Like. Right. And J.K. Dobbins was right when he said, bro, just give me the ball. That's what you got him there. Yeah, is that the same one that said they win the game if Lamar was there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that cool because I actually I 100 believe they won the game at the moment. Yeah, like, but I and, do, and, I not, and nothing against Tyler Huntley because he had them in position to take the lead at that point. So I'm not taking anything away from him. I just think it was a bad play call. I want to say. But wait a second. I can I say something about that play now? Go ahead. You continue? Mm-hmm. Okay, he tried to stretch the ball out. But right. when you look at the replay from the side angle, the ball was near the goal line, but the ball, was, the ball got punched out before he, he was a, he was a yard short because his arms ain't long. Yeah, but he tried to stretch out. He tried to tell the official he stretched out. He actually did. He actually did not. He did not stretch out before the ball got punched out, and that's why <laughs> he, he felt seven point swing at that point. Yeah, no, he felt like he did because his arms are short. Goofy. Right. His arms ain't but this long. And you need he needed a full two yards to get over the goal line. That's the biggest point right there. Who runs that type of play from the two? 
That's too. It was too far. It was way too far. Right. That that's, that's my problem. Like, who runs that play at the two? What what are we doing? I don't. I, right. I want to say this though about Lamar not playing. Right. I know Mike Vick had his, you know, little spiel. You put a boot on it, you brace it, you get in that game. No. And you play that Absolutely game. Not. You do no, it for your brothers. No, you do it for your fam. You do it for the love of the sport. I love you, Mike Vick. And I know you said you played through a whole spring. Like, nah, bro. Like, after what RG3 went through, I mm. I, I, I would have thought, I would have never heard anybody say, put a, put a brace on it. I thought I would have never heard anybody say, Oh, he should get in there and play on that leg. Like I would have thought, I would have never heard nobody say no, oh, no God, nothing God. like that after what happened to RJ. Like it literally derailed his career. It his his train was going like this, and he said, N -n -n, and now he's an analyst. Like it went, N -n -n, and he's an analyst now. Like that's yeah. that's what happened. Like you are you crazy, Mike? Think you don't put no brace on it and go out there and play? Then we got no more Lamar Jackson. We got no, no. We didn't get. We didn't finish to see what RJ three was going to turn out to be. Could have been a damn monster in this week. Who knows? He might have two championships right now. Probably be Tom Brady in the motherfucking Super Bowl. Who whoa. knows? Who Wait knows? We don't Wait know. No, no, no. We no, don't know. No, I'm. A, we don't I will say. I will stand on this. That <laughs> Washington team with RG three at least wins was one different. Super Bowl. Was different. Who knows? That's what I'm saying. I'm what? speaking like hyper, but I'm speaking facts. Like that guy season his life like his career everything that he fought for to get to that moment was derailed to where he had like a 360 change and become with an a, analyst to like this. with a bad that's what you with a bad ball. with a bad knee he had the seahawks who won the super bowl down by 10 in the fourth quarter and then kirk cousins came in and kirk cousins just so we know oh shit. Don't do that, Mike Vick. RJ3, you said it best, bro. Nah, you don't do that. You don't put your, your leg on the line. That leg snap no. again, that's it for you. We said, hey, listen, not football, but what happened with KD? He said, fuck it, I'm going to put my leg on the line. Snap. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. The Michael Vick, Honestly. did Michael learn? Did Michael Vick not learn from his own injury history? No, nah, he, he said he put a brace on Thank you. That's that's where I was gonna go. Like no, Mike, Vick, you got a lot to talk about for a dude talking about playing through injuries when you playing through injuries never amounted to shit. So right. let's not do that, Mike. No, but no, well, I think his I think his point I think his point was that he played through it. Is that's what he's saying. Not, not that he played good, but just that he played through. Hey, it. hey, right? would you rather Lamar the the not game? out there? Probably not. Would you Would you rather Lamar not out there and them be as close to winning that game as they was? Or would you might rather Lamar out there getting Carter up the field because he snapped his fucking leg into like, I'm not in favor of players. No, not you. Win. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Me personally, I'm just like, no, like if you can, especially when it comes to your legs. Right. Because I would have held him to the same standard I held Baker Mayfield all last year when I heard about his fucking arm. Like if that shit hurt, if that you injured, stay the fuck out, nigga. But if you're on that field, produce. And I don't think he would have been able to produce the way he wanted to produce. So he was like, nah, I'm not 100%. I can't go. And does right. it have something to do with his contract? Who the fuck knows? Maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. But listen, if his leg, he's a running quarterback. He's going to make his money after this season off of his legs. You don't fuck those up. RJ3 did that. Sorry, RJ. You come on the show. I want to talk to you about it. But 
Nah, I'm with RG on this one. You don't put no brace on it. You don't get back in that game. You don't play that mm -hmm. game. You don't even go to the, the – I'm not going to the damn arena. Like, you, I yeah, might nah. break my leg just standing on the side. told me to do that. And I got – a coach told me to do that. And I was like, yeah, no. I'm going to get this surgery. And, yeah, you're going to go ahead and uh, either see me after rehab or not see me at all. And guess what? You ain't see me at all. So, here I am. Yeah. In the high school. We don't put on okay. careers. Uh oh, story time. All right. Story time. Happened yeah, to me in high school. In high school, 10th grade, my first year starting at Free State. And we, um, I think I told the story. I don't know, but I'm going to tell it again if I did. Whatever. Screw y'all. Um, one of the, we was in practice. One of the freshmen didn't have a helmet. I didn't really feel like practicing that day. I was like, man, my hand feel a little funny. Whatever. So I gave one of the freshmen my helmet, and he's running. Those coach sees me on the side. What you doing? Why are you not in the drills? I was like, oh, one of the freshmen didn't have a helmet. I gave him my helmet plus I'm really not feeling it today. He was like, well, that's not the case. You're supposed to be a captain. You're supposed to lead by example. Get your helmet. Get in the drills. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. Get my helmet. The drills. Um, Tuton, if you're watching this, and just so y'all know, Tuton, he's got a podcast with Keel Spike. We're gonna talk about that later. But Tuton. He know who he is. He's the same size now as he was in high school. And right now, Tuchon is 6'6", about 280 pounds. He was that size. He played tight end back then. And we was doing tackling drills. I went to tackle him. Mind you, in 10th grade, I was probably about 5'6", 120 pounds. But I could hit. I was a monster. Mm -hmm. As I went to tackle him, and I gave you my sizes, so this went to wrap a 5'6", on the side, dude, my head got caught in between our helmets. So when we hit, my hand was in the middle of the helmet. Mm -hmm. I knocked him on his back. I get up. I'm yelling at him. Da -da -da -da. And my cousin was like, look at your hand. Jeez. I dislocated two fingers, broke the other three, and tore ligaments all in my right hand. Done. See you Went later. to the hospital, put a cast on it. Doctor said, look, can't play football for the rest of the season because should you break it or anything, we're going to have to put screws in it to hold it together, and you're not going to play football again ever. I go back to tell my coach, I can't. he said, you can play with it cast on. No, I can't. They said not to. My coach, I was 14 years old. He said, you a pussy. What? exact words. <laughs> He's his exact words. Now, mind you, I'm a very strong individual, so it didn't bother me. I didn't play football that season, just so everybody knows. Because that most people hear that, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to play. And they wrap it up, and they head on the field. I was like, I'm not risking putting screws in my hand and not playing football ever again should it get stepped on, hit, or whatever. But those are the pressures that football players fall into when you have injuries. That was story time with Melvin again. Wow. That's, That's a, a great story. Melvin. That's a great then, story. Um, <laughs> we got more. That's the segment we're going to start building on. Story time. Mm. Um, let's get to uh, the Seattle 49er game, it was good for about two quarters, and then it got stupid. Yes. 
Jeez. I mean, it, when didn't you expect it? Um, uh, I'm, I thought it was more entertaining than I thought it was supposed to be. At least for the first half. The first half, I was like, okay, Seattle's actually making this into a game. And then the second half started, and it wasn't a game anymore. I, I thought the game. Uh, I thought the game was okay, but uh, but after a half, I mean, San Francisco just took over, and see, and basically, the Seahawks had no answer for Brock Purdy and the rest of that offense. So, I yeah. mean, it's it's not a surprise. Look, Geno Smith had a good year, okay, but let's face it, he's not that elite. He wasn't going to win that playoff game regardless. He wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. No, not no. I, I just think San Francisco is a cut above other teams when it comes to the top teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I just think when you legit have a pro bowler or an all pro at every position on your team except quarterback, you're a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, but <clears throat> I want to give props to Geno Smith. No, Gino deserves he, he deserves a lot of credit Gino for doing what he did this season. One hell of a season, bro. Like mm-hmm. if it if it's the like one of the best Cinderella stories or comeback stories you can ask for in the last ten years. Like for the guy to to you know be so horrible as people called him, you know, the last time we see him on a football team field from the comeback with you know a champion winning squad, not the same team, but just the you know. The team they won a championship in the last ten years, and to have Pete Carroll as his coach and to go in there and find like find his niche in that system, and it actually works out for him. Like that's just that's an amazing story, amazing story. And I know so many guys we see that go through some and come back that we want to have a story like that, and that's why I think we need to give RG. I mean, um, we need to give Geno Smith a lot of props for what he was able to do and accomplish this year with that team. Mm-hmm. I think what it comes to is what I always thought because we have too much evidence of it working than it not working. And that's putting young quarterbacks behind quality veteran quarterbacks and letting them learn. Mm-hmm. Him learning behind an Eli Manning, him learning behind Russell Wilson, him learning behind, um, there was another quarterback. I'm trying to figure out who it was. Um, there wasn't nobody on the Jets. That's right. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're thinking of. Was it Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes, it was. Okay, like just learning under very good. What did he learn from Ryan? Uh, not much. All, all, all he did was lose his uh, start a job to him. Yeah, because I, I didn't think Ryan was teaching him anything, but go ahead, man. No. <laughs> Maybe, I think it was Philip. Was he on, I think it was Philip Rivers. Might have been the other one. Might have been Philip Rivers. Um, but. I think when you watch, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he, the year under Alex Smith, when you watch, you know, Aaron Rodgers, the three years he was under Brett Favre, like there's too much evidence of quarterbacks learning under quality quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Montana, Steve Young. Like it's, it just works. It just works. And if you have the ability to do it, I think that's the route most teams should. I don't think you should sit a quarterback for four or five years. No, I'm just saying – let give it a year or two, let him learn, but you have to have a good quarterback. That's the only thing. I think a good quarterback helps out. It's just not any quarterback. But I just think those that type of a situation is 
invaluable. Like the, the amount of knowledge that person can get. You look at Geno Smith now, opposed to, like you said, Geno Smith four years ago, it's a mm -hmm. totally different guy. Totally different guy, yeah. Yeah. He's got poise in the pocket. He doesn't get rattled by anything. He mm -hmm. looks confident. He takes control of the offense and the team. He just looks, he looks the he looks like the guy we thought he was going to be when he came out of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Good props to Gino, man. Good season. No, it's a great season for him. For him, it's a great yeah. season. Yeah. Um Transitioning now as we talk about great quarterbacks. And what's next for Mr. Tom Brady? Oh, boy. Retire. Please. <laughs> please do us the favor and take take the sale back or whatever. Gazelle, Gazelle, Gazelle. Go, go get a deer. I don't care. Do something. Go hunting. Take up a new hobby. Start your analyst contract. Go do something, 66 man. Mr. I throw it 66 times. He went home and couldn't put um, his arm. I don't know what's yeah. next for him. I don't know what's what next you, what, what do you think, Chris? Where you, where you at with it? I think he needs to retire. But here's the thing, though. He did that last year, but then he uh, he got – something got in his head like, oh, well, he shouldn't retire because he wanted to come back and prove that uh, he still has it. But here's the thing, though. He's accomplished everything he can at this point. I don't think there's anything left for him to come back to. But then when you see but then you see these reports that you guys many as get the seven teams that want his services uh, wide retire. But here's the thing though, there's nothing left for him to prove. He's done everything he could. He has more Super Bowls than any quarterback in the history of the game here. Nobody is gonna touch that record, not in my lifetime anyway. I mean, what other quarterback could catch him at this point? What Patrick Mahomes? Maybe? No, I don't think so. I think this. I think everybody, and I'm okay, Chris. I don't know if you know. Like I'm a former ball player as well. Um. Okay. So when I hear people say he's accomplished everything, what does he need to? What else does he have left to prove? And I always look at them and I'm like, y'all got to understand, like. It's really not about proving anything. The man just loves to play the game. Yeah. And I think we lose sight of that because most people don't, they can't fathom and their lives are not the same. Tom Brady is 46 years old. Mm -hmm. We're asking him to retire from his job at 46 years old. Most people don't retire from their jobs at 46 years old. No. You know what I'm saying? So you're telling a man to the thing that you love to do so much, don't do it no more. And mind you, he's doing it longer than most people do. Most of the time, most of these guys are in their 30s when they tell them, we need you to retire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's that it's not so much, oh, you accomplished everything. It's, I still I still like to get up. I like the competition. I like that's why dudes retire and then they come back. It's not that, you know, oh, well, I need to make more money. It's that nothing can satisfy that competitive itch that they have in their regular life. Mm -hmm. So you got to come back to the thing that you love the most. You may not be able to play it like you used to, but in your mind, you're still competitive. 
And I think that's that part of it that, you know, when people are talking about, oh, just retire, you're saying just retire because you're thinking, oh, you got money, you can do all these other things. But the one thing he wants to do is play football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's still winning, though. Yeah, no, I, I, and I think he'll play for another year or two. I don't think he's got he's going to play too, too much longer. I think he, he's got another year or two in him. You know that he's gonna rock out. I think he's gonna play till he's I don't twenty-seven. See him no more. That's just how I feel. I just don't want to <laughs> see him. No more. That's it. I'm done. I'm over. I, I'm just tired of him winning. That's all. I mean, let's I don't even care about him winning them. Like as a child, I don't give a fuck. I got two on his head. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, like, but it's it's but it's like you know, it's weird how people. Do you think the bank? Do you think the Buccaneers could have been better with a different quarterback? I know the answer is no. But do you think no. they could have been better? With no. Him? No. No. They were just—they were just a bad injuries messed them up this year. And that offense, injuries really messed them up. They're they're off too. Well, yeah, because when you lose three of your five offensive linemen, mm-hmm. and it's the middle of the offensive line, you lost your center and both your guards. Right. So that's not a recipe for fun if you plan on playing football. If you move, you lose the middle part of your offensive line. Um, no, and, and I don't think, you know, and, you know, and for Brady, he didn't play well either. The receivers didn't play well. It was just a regular disaster from the very, very. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I just think he, he want, I think he goes to a team where same type of situation that he went to with Tampa. His weapons all over the place. He doesn't have to do as much. He becomes a distributor. More than the guy, than the jump on my back guy, because mm-hmm. he's not that guy. Anymore. Yeah, I don't. Well, what team would that be, though? That's what I'm wondering. Um, there's okay. There were before Brock Purdy did what he did. There were a lot of reports he was going to San Francisco. I ain't taking him now. Um, the Raiders offensively have everything that he would want. Defensively, they don't, but they have a lot of money that they can throw around to get some defensive free agents to come to, to Las Vegas, and mm-hmm. it's Las Vegas. Right. And I don't think they want to play with Tom Brady. No. Well, the day before the season started, there were Mark Davis offered him ownership in the team to get him to come to Las Vegas, and he he was going to take it. And then Miami, that's what happened with Miami. Miami did the same thing to get him to come to Miami. And then that's when they, Tampa got in trouble and everybody had to start backpedaling and all that other shit. Mm. So Miami is another team where he can look at where they got the defense. The offense is explosive. It's all, all hell. So, But word out of the front office is that they're not getting rid of Tua. So you take that for what you want. I don't know if you got a chance to get Tom Brady or keep Tua. I'm taking Tom Brady. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But um, I have also heard Tennessee is a is a is a place. Um, he can go with Rabel. I see Aaron Rodgers no. could go to Tennessee. And, no, they took Aaron Rodgers going to Tennessee as well. But they would have to trade to get Aaron Rodgers. You wouldn't have to trade to get Tom Brady. Yeah, but I think Aaron Rodgers might be a little bit more productive than Tom Brady at this point. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers is going to cost him a lot of money, though. 
as well. Yeah, it's, it's gonna cost. It's gonna cost you draft pick. It don't cost you nothing to get Tom Brady. He's gonna be a free agent. No, one hundred percent. I understand, bro. Still so, talking like, you know, at this point. Are, are we trading like a first round draft pick for Aaron Rodgers? I think he's gonna. I think you would. I think Green Bay would want that in return. I'm pretty sure. At least one. You're gonna give up at least one. Yeah, I agree there. I, 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 I on that one. You know, I mean, I, I mean, me personally, I'm not trading for Aaron Rodgers. That's just me. Um, I wouldn't do it. Um, but I know there's a lot of teams that that really think highly of Aaron Rodgers and would do a lot of things to get him. I'm just not that guy. Well, uh, let me let me ask you both. I mean, Aaron Rodgers came out the other day saying that he doesn't want to go to a team that is rebuilding. Don't you think Tennessee's kind of not – they're not really in the elite category. So wouldn't they qualify as a rebuild anyway? No, because you're talking about a team – I just think this year they're making their big issue with that quarterback, a team that won 14 games last year. Not this season before last year, won 14 games. And that was where Ryan Tannehill that quarterback. Right. So you add – you in their mind – you add an Aaron Rodgers, maybe you get a receiver or two in free agency. Mm-hmm. You can do some things because the defense is pretty solid. Okay. I would trade so, um, Tannehill for Aaron Rodgers. Get equal for equal at least because Tannehill's younger than Aaron Rodgers. But Tannehill yeah, isn't as elite as yeah, Aaron Rodgers. That's, yeah, that's not. He isn't the same team. level of quarterback as Aaron. And yeah, nobody views him like that. So 100%. you would have—I mean, you could probably put him in the trade, but you still—I'm still, still going to want a first-round pick or two. Okay. To go with it. Mm-hmm. If I'm giving up Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, before because, we, before we give up draft picks, I would just reevaluate uh, maybe if there's a player that wants to come in right away because why. A trade for a first round draft pick if they're not if they don't have no plans on playing them like right away because some teams will do that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of giving up draft picks. If I'm giving up a draft pick, it's gotta be Lower a generational level. type of dude. Like somebody that, that that those draft picks don't mean nothing. And to me, Aaron Rodgers at this stage of his career, he's not that guy. Was it the NBA that just put the new uh, Excuse me. Like put a new draft law, a new draft thing in. Uh, I think it might have been the NBA. Yeah, but, but that's like you gotta have a first round. You gotta have a first round pick every other year. Yeah, because yeah, because you get all of these. T- well, it's probably yeah, definitely trade, the NBA. Yeah, trade, yeah, trading away all their first round picks. They just throw they just throw picks away like they don't need them, yeah, and then complain right. why their team sucks. Like, well, because you got rid of your draft picks. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, right. All right. So let's stick with picks. That is the key word. And that's what we're going to do. We are going to give our picks and upsets for this divisional round. All right. All right. We'll start. We'll keep it. We'll stay here. We'll go with the Bills, Bengals. Who you got, Troy? Bills, Bengals. Bengals just lost two of their old line. I don't know if it's starters, but I think it's starters. Um, 
I don't trust that Justin Burrow's O line is going to hold up like it did last year. But <clears throat> I also don't trust the Buffalo Bills defense that much. It sounds like a lot of fluff to me. Mm-hmm. Buffalo is minus 5.5. So I'm going to take Buffalo minus 5.5. Buffalo. Okay. What you got? What you got, Chris? Well, let's see. I mean, this is going to be one emotional game for both teams, especially what happened that Monday night. And, you know. You're the only person I heard say that. Go ahead. Yeah. And as far as. I was leaving uh, it to you. Yeah. (laughs) As far (laughs) as how that game's going to turn out, uh, I think this should be a very interesting game. And as far as Joe Burrow, um, that offensive line needed work two years ago, and they Mm -hmm. didn't really fix that. So I don't really trust the Bengals, even though, but that doesn't mean you look passive. So with that being said, I know the Bills are going to really rise to the occasion here. I will go with the Bills. However, I will not take the points on that. So I'm going with the Bills straight up. Straight up. Okay, there you go. So we got two for the Bills. I'm going to be the asshole in this situation, (laughs) and I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm mad at it though, because I think they could pull it out. But yeah, um, I think it's going to be a close game too. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think so. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm just very. I don't believe that the Bills defense is taking a step back the second half of the season. And the same issues that they had trying to guard Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. You got to deal with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase now, mm-hmm. with Joe Burrow throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the game, you know, goes sideways, and I think uh, the Bengals pull it out. I ain't mad at it. All right. Um, game two. Put your chest up. Giants. Eagles. Do I have to ask um, you where you going with this? Thinking a little too hard for me. I I can I can start. Um, you know, right, Chris, you started up. Okay, there's an old uh, adage saying that you know, you you can you can only beat beat a team so much. Look, the Eagles have beat the Giants twice this year, but I think that the Giants, if history is on their side, if you go back to 2007, you know they had the same uh, thing with the. When the Dallas Cowboys beat them twice, and then in that playoff game, the Giants mm-hmm. went to Dallas and beat them. I think the Giants will do the same thing to Philadelphia and will find a way to stop Jalen Hurts and that offense. I'm going with the Giants as my upset pick of the weekend. Way to go, Chris. Because Troy over here, he he a fake fan right now. He over here. You had to give you had to put that battery, that Duracell on his back right now. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> As much as I would like to say the Eagles going to win this game, I will not. The Giants <laughs> are going to win this game. See, you put that batter in his back, Chris, because he was going to go <laughs> Eagles. He was going to do it. He was going to do it. I wasn't. I wasn't. Not Chris never it. said nothing. If Chris never says, said nothing, I would have went with my same spiel. But because he's like, let me go, I was like, all right, I'll, get, I'll give more of a dramatic touch to it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. He showed the ball head. He said, look, let me give you a flash of it. 
This is what we gonna do. From New York. You know, before it was FTSL, it was Southside, Queens. Remember that. That's right. <laughs> the, the Giants will beat the Eagles. Yes, and continue to roll on. That's right. Hot team. Please sweep on team. now. I tell you, I told you, I roll with the hot ones, man. That's what I do. Um, Jags, Chiefs, Troy. Who you got? Chiefs. Just Chiefs. That's what you're gonna do. Okay, Chris, where you going? Well, let's see. When these two teams played earlier in the year, the Jaguars at that point were on the losing depths of their season, and the Chiefs beat them handily. And this is when the, the Jaguars. Uh, changed around their season. But uh, even though the Jaguars, they had a historic comeback against the Chargers, I don't feel they have enough in them to handle the Chiefs. The Chiefs will run all over them and then some. I got the Chiefs winning handily over the Jaguars in this on Saturday. They got the Chiefs as a they got the Chiefs as a minus 9.5. Minus 9.5. I, I wouldn't take the points on that either. Jaguars, they might surprise on the on the points here, but uh, no way. I, I don't see the Jaguars covering. I told you all. this the other day, Mel. I don't see the Okay, Jaguars. look, and, I, and I told you, I don't give a rat's ass. Tail. <laughs> my man <laughs> Sunshine, my man Sunshine about to tear the Chiefs up. You hear me? <laughs> Travis Etienne, that defense – Jaguars with the upset AFC Championship game. Let's go, Jaguars. That's how we doing. Make sure if you remember this part up, you put my face there. Yeah, I'm a I'm a clip it up. You know I'm putting your face in it. That's what I do. All right. Last, not least, this is going to be a battle of the team of the '80s versus the team of the '90s. Cowboys, 49. 49ers. Ooh. Brock Purdy throws three touchdowns, 290, one interception. Dak Prescott, 320 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and a fumble. Uh, I th- This will be one heck of a game, too. Cowboys to 49ers, and these two teams historically hate each other. But here's the thing, though. It, it's in San Francisco, so, I mean... Dallas, they're not afraid to uh, win on the road, but it's. It, I I just think it won't be easy. I mean, um, until somebody beats Brock defense. Purdy, uh, yeah, until somebody beats Brock Purdy, I'm gonna stick with the 49ers. Sadly, I have to say it, but I'm going with the 49ers. That defense, defense, exactly, defense. 49ers all the way. Daggone Dallas Cowboys are gonna do what they always do. Choke. Look, and it may not happen early. It might be tight, but Dak Prescott going to do Dak Prescott things and throw a doofy interception when he ain't supposed to. Hey, don't do the Trevor Lawrence and not come back from it. Oh, it's going to be in the it's going to be in the fourth quarter. It ain't going to be early. Don't have a game like your kicker did the other day. Oh, so, oh, we're not going to talk about that. So, no, we're not. Who misses three extra points in one playoff game? Blow the smoke off the gun. It was four. It was four. He missed four of those things. Not the four, four, four of those things. 
That motherfucker went. He went to Wendy's. Got the four for four. <laughs> so that is our picks and upsets. We'll you know we'll tap in uh, later in the week. Keep your eye on the TikTok to see how we did. You know how we do though. We, we always get our assists right because we know what the hell we're doing over here. And right. so you know, you know. Hey, we set trends. We don't follow them. If you know, you know. You know, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Woods, we appreciate you for coming through. Thank you. We Thanks, appreciate brother. it. You're welcome. Anytime. Any last words before we get up out of here? Uh, well, thank you, gentlemen, for having me. And, uh, of course, the next time I come out, I'll have more light on. So. Yeah, yeah. We want, to, we want the people to see your face, man. Sorry about the – he's in – it's dark outside. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know? it's, it's fine. Um, I would love to be back uh, at, at any point. Uh, just let me know. And uh, oh, and I'm on uh, social media. If anybody wants to follow me, I'm at Chriswood Sports. And uh, plus, I have my own sports blog called Chriswood Sports. That's where I make picks and talk about other sports as well. Sure, go check him out, man. Go check him go out. Go check Mr. Woods out on his socials and get his get that man's book, please. Let's support everybody. Let's support black men. That's what we support. do. Support. Troy, what you got for us before we get up out of here? Giants beating the Eagles, and that's all I care about. <laughs> Giants beating the Eagles. That's what we're going to do. Um, right. Matter of fact, I'm gonna keep. we're going to keep that theme going, too. Because I said the Cowboys 49ers was the 80s team versus the 90s team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the other rivalry was the Giants 49ers. And mm-hmm. NFC Championship game. Ooh. We're all about storylines. We're about storylines. How we do, man? We make some shit up. Listen, don't get uh, caught sleeping on that motherfucking bird, you feel me? Don't get caught <laughs> sleeping on that bird because then you're going to get hit with a giant. Look, you better stop playing. Look. Don't be sleeping look. on the train, Eagles. Don't Only birds train. that matter are the pigeons in Philly. They Ain't no damn Eagles. And they shit on you. <laughs> and they right. shit on you, so. They do. Don't go to Philly. The pigeons will Yo, shit I know on people you. that don't watch all the way up to this point be mad as hell when they finally get to the point. They're having a hell of fun at the end of the show. <laughs> Just be going on at the end, right? And yeah, and hey, anybody, if you're still watching, thank you for watching. If you're first time watching, come back. You know how we do it over here. Um, We appreciate everybody. Like, subscribe, share these videos, tell a friend, tell a friend. We'll see you next time. This is from the sidelines, Troy and the boys.